kind of when I can go and look back on like some of my best years or my best months or whatever, it's I'm letting that desire lead me. And I'm also part of that is embracing the discomfort that comes with that. I'm Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your I Heart My Life show host. I always say I'm just a girl from Ohio with really big dreams. And now I work from home running a dream business that helps you achieve your goals and create more joy in your life. This podcast is all about all the topics that really matter to you. And it's about giving you everything you need in one place. Mindset, relationships, wellness, lifestyle, money, business, and career. We have it all. This is your one-stop shop for all things personal development meets lifestyle. So pull up a seat, get out a pen and paper, and get ready to learn. It's time to create a life that's better than your dreams with the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 259, Energy Work and Living in Alignment with Kelly Marciniak. So Kelly is the self-proclaimed freedom babe who helps women leave their corporate jobs and start their own online business in a spiritually aligned way. She's somebody who's all about following your heart and stepping into your highest potential through your intuition and really tuning in to what's right for you and what's the next step. She's been brave in her own life and did just that when she left her career and started her own business. And now, like I said, she helps other people do the same. This is a super inspiring episode all about tuning into your truest desires and being that brave visionary who goes for what she wants. So let's dive in. Welcome to the I Heart My Life show, Kelly. I'm so excited to have you here and thrilled to learn more about your story and everything that you teach your clients. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited about this. Love it. So why don't you take us back, share a little bit about the story behind the success? Yeah, of course. So, I mean, I can go like so far back. I can (laughs) go like a little bit back, but basically the start of my entrepreneurial journey started with network marketing actually. And I had been just recently graduated from university. I had been dabbling in a variety of different jobs. I was working like the office job I had during the summer. I was working for a family member. I was also like serving and nothing felt right. And I was going to go and do more school and become a nurse. And when I had that network marketing opportunity come up, a bunch of light bulbs went off because I always felt like I was trying to choose my career from a hat and there was nothing I really wanted to do. It was more of a life that I saw myself living and no job kind of aligned with that vision. So when network marketing came up, I was like, oh my God, this is what I've been looking for and waiting for. And I did that. I did that for a few years, but essentially after I think it was like year three or four, I just lost the passion for it. It felt like a lot of work. I was tired of like DMing random people and like doing what they tell you to do. And it felt very forceful too. At least the company I was with, it was a lot of men training us and the way they were training us was very like masculine approach, like get out your phone and call these people. And I was like, that just feels so icky to me. And I got to a point where I couldn't see myself doing that for much longer and it it didn't feel good. And I felt like my body just contracted anytime I felt like I had to work on that. And then around the same time, I wasn't looking for a coach, but I was in a couple of Facebook groups and I 
unknowingly like booked basically a discovery call with one. And on that call, I just saw so many other opportunities and she helped me see how I could turn my love of freedom and this big vision I had and still create a business that would get me there, but just doing it in a way that felt more aligned. So I started working with her. I built my business within the first year I built it to six figures in sales. And then every year after that has been six figures or multi six figures cash. And it's been about five years now. And there's obviously been so many ups and downs since that as well. But I feel finally, once I started that business, I felt like at home almost, I felt so much more aligned with my purpose and with the big vision I had. And I also just saw it as a huge opportunity to help other people who were seeing or who were stuck in that same holding pattern of knowing they were meant for big things things, but feeling like no job or network marketing business would get them there. So now that's how, what I help my clients with, whether starting from scratch or building their business to the point that can give them that freedom that they've always wanted. Love it. So tell me a little bit more about the energy work that you do, because I know that you already talked about it a little bit about how things felt a bit forceful. It felt very masculine. So how do you operate in terms of your energy and what do you teach your clients? Yeah. So it was interesting when I first started my business and I was working towards getting my first clients, I was trying to do things that, well, I wasn't like DMing people, but I was definitely trying to overwork myself there. I was like doing all the strategy, taking all the action, doing all the things that I knew and was taught to do, but I wasn't really getting the results. And then it was really interesting because shortly after I got my first client, my first client kind of landed in my lap. Honestly, I was doing things I knew to do, but that action didn't get me clients. Someone just kind of randomly found me at the same time and booked in and it was an easy yes. And then after that first client, it was when I was doing all the things I was going on a trip and I needed the money to show up. And I was like, I feel like I can't do anymore. Like this is as much work that I can do, but I also felt guilty if I was taking a break or if I was going to close my laptop for the night. And there was a little voice in my head that said, what would you do if the money and the clients were already here? And that's when I was like, well, I would go have fun for a couple of days. I would go see my friends. I would go just live my life. So that's what I did. And I actually went away for like a night or two. And when I got back, there was like two clients that signed and paid in full that week. And it was like all my miracles like happened. All of my desires and needs were met. And from that moment forward, I really practice that more and more. And that's what I teach my clients as well is obviously you have to do the work. Obviously you have to show up. Obviously you have to take the action. And there's such an energetic piece of it too, of being that version of you who already has what she wants. Like if you already had the clients, if you already had the money, you wouldn't be worrying and freaking out and wondering where it is and like checking your inbox and hitting refresh or refreshing your DMs every couple minutes, you would also be living your life and not making your business absolutely everything and not validating yourself just from your business too. So there's a big embodiment piece of that. And I just help my clients really get clear on like what that vision is, who the version of them is that's already there. And then we work on them matching that energy internally, and then also taking actions as that version of themselves. And that's honestly when things just flow in, in ways that you could never predict. And also with so much ease as well. 
there's no force with that. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. We talk about that a lot on the, I hurt my life show, this energy of already having the thing that you want and how that actually attracts people to you, or it can even work with weight loss and, you know, fine tuning your body. It can work with anything because you show up differently. And I love using that little mindset shift that you described to make decisions as well. Cause sometimes we can get into scarcity or fear. And if you ask yourself, what decision would I make if I already had the money or if I already, whatever, if the client was already there or the program was already filled, it helps you get into abundant thinking and make decisions from that place versus the opposite. Totally. And every time I do that too, like there, I feel like the whole world has been in a state of fear for the last year and a half, right? So it's been easy to make decisions from fear and it's been easy to make decisions from lack. And I definitely, even this year got caught up in a phase doing that. But the minute I started letting my desires guide me and lead me again, again, I opened myself up to a whole new windfall story of like abundance and miracles and things just started moving through again. So it's such an important place to make decisions from, but also an important place to be connecting with yourself and bringing awareness to it. And if I'm making decisions out of fear and lack or desire and abundance and more than enough. So would you say that that shift has been one of the biggest difference makers in your business in terms of creating success? And if so, awesome. But is there anything else that you'd like to share with us as well that's worked? Yeah, a hundred percent it has been. And when I can go and look back on like some of my best years or my best months or whatever, it's I'm letting that desire lead me. And I'm also part of that is embracing the discomfort that comes with that, right? It's easy to say, oh yeah, follow your desires and follow like what you would be doing if it was already there. But that also can bring on some fear because there's that, what if I do this? I still am not supported. What if I do this and the money and the clients still don't show up? Like maybe that puts you in a fearful place of thinking, but the more you can get used to embracing that discomfort that comes with those decisions and not letting it define your reality or your future. And and knowing that that discomfort is actually a good sign because when you embrace that, you're becoming, again, that version of you who's at that next level, right? If you're never embracing the discomfort, if you're always avoiding the discomfort, then you're always going to stay stuck where you are. So 100% embracing the discomfort that comes with following desire and those scary decisions has been big and getting used to that. And also with that too, is like, you're constantly moving energy when you're in that state, right? If you're always sitting back and like waiting and hoping and not doing the things that really scare you, not following your desire and letting yourself be held back by lack, there's like, there's no energy. And if we want to manifest and attract the success we desire in our business, we have to be putting that energy forward. So that comes with the decisions you're making, but also we've been talking a lot about energy and stuff, and that's really important, but also taking the physical action, right? I'm not just meditating all day or visualizing all day. Like I'm still doing the things I know to do. I'm still showing up on social media. I'm still talking about my offers, but I'm aligning my energy first. And so when I take the action, I'm doing it in a way that feels really fun and aligned and not just, okay, well, I better show up on Instagram today. I better talk about this because the card is closing or because this offer is expiring or because I need a new client. I'm, I'm now showing up from a place of aligned energy and that makes the action work so much better. Yeah. I love that. And I think just really tuning into what action is aligned for you and not assuming that you need to do it the same way everyone else is doing it, because if it doesn't feel 
good. Like that's not going to produce the result that you want. hundred percent. And I learned that too. And I think when we work with coaches, that is obviously like a blessing, but a curse yeah. too, right? We want to do things the way that they're teaching us and the way they've done them. But yeah, when you add your own spin to them and, and ask yourself, how can I do this in a way that feels in alignment with me in a way that feels true to me, that's going to work really well and way better for you too. So like a little example of that even is like a lot of people do Instagram lives and they sell their offers that way. I actually find Zoom works better and like doing a webinar or training that way, right? And everyone's going to have their own thing. And I think the more you embrace what works for you instead of trying to fit yourself in a box with the action of like, you have to launch this way. You have to have this many emails. You have to have this many people signed up or whatever rules you're trying to place on yourself. The more you just do what works for you and what feels fun, that's keeping you in a higher frequency and a better energy than trying to, again, fit yourself in a box and do things that might just not be meant for you. Yeah. So I want to do a bit of show and tell, and I'll answer this question as well. What is one of the biggest things you've had to move through this year that made you experience discomfort or felt challenging? Mm, I think so for me, a big theme this year was honestly, like I was stuck in a lot of fear and I didn't realize it at the time. I was like, why aren't things happening? Why am I not growing how I want to? But I was making decisions based on fear and I was in a state of fear. And I didn't even realize it honestly, until like a few weeks ago, to be honest. So I had to a stop and I'm still working on this This is all work in progress. I had to stop validating myself based on my business results, because as you could imagine, when you're stuck in fear, like my business hasn't grown to the extent it has in a lot of the previous years this year. And that felt embarrassing to me. And that felt like made me feel like I wasn't good enough. And then I also realized, okay, well, now I'm only validating myself and who I am as a person based on what's happening in my business. So that's been something I had to navigate through this year and I'm still working on. And again, the fear too, and not letting myself make decisions based on that lack and fear and working on building that trust more and more and more to follow my desires and know and full-heartedly believe that I'll be supported by them and things aren't going to come crashing down after. Totally. Thank you for sharing that. So honestly, I want it and I'll share mine as well, but I want people to understand that this is not just work that you do at the very beginning. If you're in the business of growth and you want to constantly up level, then that's going to require you to feel the discomfort, but move forward anyway. So thank you for sharing that. I think for me, mine would be getting over the fear of buying a house because mm-hmm. it's something I've wanted forever. And this year it happened really quickly, but right after signing the papers, James and I both started to freak out about it. And mm-hmm. we knew that we were going to be making some big changes in our company this year and pivoting and turning off programs. And so on paper, it didn't look like the best year to make a decision like that, yeah. but we knew that it was in alignment with our desires and it was what we wanted. And so we had to shift into full trust around being fully supported in that decision. I feel like there's so much alignment with both of our stories too. Yeah. Trust is the biggest thing. And and that's the thing too. A lot of times you have to make decisions that don't really make sense logically or don't make sense on paper, but they make so much sense internally. And when you trust that, those are the times you get rewarded the biggest, I find. For sure. So what would you say you wish you knew at the start of your business that you now know? Don't validate yourself based on your results or like the months you're having or the years you're having or whatever, because there's going to be ups and downs always, right? So it's obviously really easy to think that you're amazing when things are going really well, but 
if that's also going to come with you suck and you're a failure when things aren't going as planned, it, it's not worth it, obviously. So I wish I knew that. I wish I knew that like the inner work is an ongoing thing, because like you said, we, when we first start getting into this, you think that you have dealt with a belief or you think that you've dealt with a doubt that you have. And then it appears again later and later and later and later, but just in a new way. So I wish I knew that, I wish I understood the depth of how ongoing that process is because a lot of times when I was relearning certain things, again, I would feel guilty or I'd feel bad about myself because I was like, I thought I worked through this. I thought that I was finished. And then one other thing I wish I knew was to keep expanding my dreams and my visions because for so long, my goal was six figures, then I've made it, right? And then I got to six figures and multi six figures and I've kind of stayed there. And this is something I realized this year too, is that I didn't have a dream beyond that. So once I got there, my brain was like, okay, you're here, you can chill. And it makes sense when you look at my numbers and when you look at my business growth and stuff. And now this year I've had to realize, well, maybe I haven't grown because there hasn't been anything I've been working on beyond this vision long-term. There's been the small-term goals, obviously, but that hasn't added up to anything long-term. So again, recently this year, I kind of recreated the dream. I recreated the more long-term vision. And that's actually brought me a lot more inspiration, motivation. It's created a lot more momentum and it makes me feel excited and purposeful again in my business and with what I'm doing. Love it. And so what would you say in terms of the validation piece, what do you do on a regular basis to validate yourself or to show yourself love if it's not tying your worth to your business? I think a big part of it is even when things might feel like, like you're not getting where you want to be over and over and over again, think about a few years ago. And do you remember like all the moments or do you remember all the really positive moments right like and just remembering that in the long term this doesn't matter and also that the people in my life and the people that I'm close with don't love and care about me because of how well my business is doing or how much money I'm making or how many clients I signed this month they love me for who I am and my heart right so remembering those things but also having a life outside of my business too and I think again with the state of the world the last year and a half like what I was doing was just waking up going to work in my office and then going to bed basically because we especially here in Canada we were in lockdown for so long so especially now that we're coming out of that really finding hobbies and other things to do and creating a life that matters to me outside of my business so my business isn't the only thing or the main thing that is important to me Mm, yeah so true. Amazing. So it is. Yeah. <laughs> especially really when you're, business. I don't have kids or, or anything. So it, it feels like my child in a way, but yeah, it's so important to just like have other priorities. Amazing. So what are your goals for 2022? My goals are to have more hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not, and like, so I can continue that. Right. And not just validating myself through my business, but with business specifically, I want to make a bigger impact. I want to help more people build and grow their businesses to six figures and multi six figures. And I want to also incorporate other things that I love into my brand and not have it also just be about business too. Like fashion, I'm passionate about health and wellness. I'm passionate about 
like self-care and beauty and that kind of stuff. And I would love to start and start making my brand more of a lifestyle brand versus just focused on business. And then I have a few other, a few other goals too. They're kind of secret, but basically starting new businesses as well. Awesome. And I know you have your podcast as well. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing for people to know. And so how was it to start that? Was there any fear that came up when you launched that or what was the feeling? Yeah, I think a big fear was like, who is going to want to listen to me talk? (laughs) Like, who is, is anyone actually going to listen to this podcast? Am I, is anyone actually going to want to be a guest on my podcast? Are people going to care what I have to say? And if anything, I mean, I would love, again, a goal for next year too. Like I would love for my numbers to keep growing and growing and growing. But I've actually found that the podcast is a way that I probably make one of the biggest impacts, but it's not always obvious, right? So I think just a little tip for everyone listening too, if you're sharing your message, if you're putting yourself out there and it feels like no one cares or no one's listening, people do care and people don't listen. They just don't always tell you that. And that's okay too. Think of all the people you follow and you admire and you're not like in their DMs every day saying, I love that you said this. I love that you did a right. on this, right? So I definitely cared a lot about what people were going to think too. And if they would think that I was unprofessional or I, or I rambled too much, or I swear, swore (laughs) or whatever it would be. But if anything, it's been such a great outlet for me. I often find it easier to put my feelings and my thoughts into words verbally than writing. So it's been a great creative outlet and it's also helped me expand my reach and my impact and help more women too. Yeah. So true. You never know who's watching and we've had family members and random friends who I didn't even know that they knew we had a business come out and, you know, share that we've impacted them. And we were at my brother's wedding a few weeks ago and we had people come up to us who, you know, I didn't know that they were watching. I didn't even know that they were fellow business owners, but they were saying that they've been inspired by James and myself, which is awesome. It's the best feeling. And and it's usually the people that you would expect the least that are like, yeah, love what we're doing. It's it's a really cool feeling. Love it. So the final question I want to ask you is something we ask all of our entrepreneurial guests here on the show. What is one way that you think people are in in your experience that people can create a life that's better than their dreams? Mm, I love this. I would say create a really, really, really big vision for yourself and don't limit yourself whatsoever. Even if you have no idea, don't worry about the how. That's probably the one thing. Don't worry about how it's going to happen. If you have this vision, if you have this crazy idea that no one understands, go for it anyways, because you're the only person that's going to get in the way of that. And when you have those visions and those big dreams, it's on your heart for a reason because it's meant for you because your soul came here to experience that. And if you tune inwards and listen to yourself and just follow the little steps that, that you receive, follow the little guidance that you have, that's going to move you closer and closer and closer. And this has turned into like five things, but don't worry about what anyone else says. Like just focus on you because you literally wouldn't have that desire or that goal or that dream. If it wasn't meant for you, if you weren't here to experience it. Mm, Thank you for sharing that. And where can people find you online? My website is thefreedombabe.com on Instagram. I'm at the freedom babe. And then my podcast is the freedom babe podcast. Such a great name. 
Love it. Well, I'm excited to see what's in store for you and everything you're going to achieve in 2022 and beyond. So we'll be watching and thank you for all the inspiration and wisdom from today. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the I Heart My Life show. Now do us a favor and tell people about this episode. It's truly our duty to make sure that the I Heart My Life movement is spread far and wide. The truth is life can be challenging, but it is possible for all women to love themselves and their lives. And while you're at it, send a link to this episode to three of your friends today, or maybe even post it on social media. Use the hashtag IHurtMyLifeShow. That's hashtag IHurtMyLifeShow. And if you'd like to help me personally, then please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Give us some stars, cheer us on, and leave a review. Because believe it or not, that stuff actually really does help. And I read all of them. Please remember everything you desire is meant for you and possible. Keep showing up, taking action, and believing in your dreams.